ready to press in. We just want to say thank you, Father. We thank you. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by your Ruach HaKodesh. It's by your Spirit. We worship you tonight. We lift this time before you. We ask you, Father, to pour out by your Spirit, bring transformation within our lives. We want to see your kingdom come and your will done. We want to see the victory of Yeshua manifest within our lives. We break the assignments of the enemy right now. As we get ready to start, we break the assignments of the enemy. Father, as we come together, as we wash and as we delve into your word, we ask for your word to come alive. We give you permission to fill us up. We give you permission to transform our hearts. We give you permission to uh, uh, to circumcise our hearts. We don't want to be of the old man. We want to walk in the new as we get ready this week, as we come into Pesach, as we come into Passover. Father, we thank you for the feasts. We thank you for the significance of what the feasts are all about, about protection, about coming into our dwelling being put aside with you to recognize who you are, Yeshua. And we recognize who you are right now. We need you. We press into you right now. We ask for your kingdom to come and your will to be done within our lives. And we commit this time to you. Whatever you want to do, Father, whatever you want to do, we give you permission just to move in the power of your spirit, just to have your way amongst us. More than anything, Father, we want to see an open heaven. We release an open heaven over our lives right now. We say, Father, give us an open heaven so that we have a direct connection in your presence. We want to be connected to you. We want to be equipped by you. We want to receive from you, Father. We want to receive instructions. We're not coming just to say, God, feed us. We're coming to be equipped, to be effective for the kingdom. And Father, we recognize that some people are struggling spiritually during this time. They're struggling, Father, because they don't know what to follow. They don't know what the real news is. They don't know what this virus is all about. And, and we're trying to work all these things out. And every day is a journey, Father, as we try to discover what are the key things that we need to know over this virus and how to protect our families and how to be effective within our communities. But what we do know is we do know that upon the solid rock of Yeshua, that's where we stand. We know that every other ground is sinking sand. So we're not expecting the world to be truthful to us. We're not expecting uh, uh, to put our hope within our governments in our nations. Yeah, we want to pray for our governance. We want to pray for those who are put in leadership around us. And we ask, Father, and we stand in the gap that they will make decisions based on the Spirit, that they will make godly decisions at this time. That's what we ask for, godly decisions in Yeshua's name. And we want to speak forth life, a time when everyone is focused on, on how many people died yesterday, how many people have died so far. But, Father, we come before you and we speak forth your life. We proclaim that this is the day of your resurrection power. <clears throat> and we pull ourselves aside and we recognize that it's the day of the resurrection. And we press into you. We worship you. We exalt you. Hallelujah. We lift up your name. We proclaim that your promises are yes and amen. We celebrate your victory. 
Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you for your word, and uh, we're just going to press in and just and just start reading the word, and then we just ask, have your way, Father. Just do what you want to do here tonight. Do what you want to do, and uh, hallelujah. We worship you. Okay, let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Uh, what are we going to read? Let's read from verse 51. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. In the flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised, um, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we, uh, and we will be changed from the perishable must uh, the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with the immortality when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with the immortality then the saying that is written will come true death has been swallowed up in victory where o oh, death is your victory where o oh, death is your sting the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to Elohim who gives us the victory through uh, Yeshua the Messiah. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of Yehovah. Because you know that your labor in Yehovah is not in vain. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord. And that's what we're here to do tonight. We are saying, Father, we are a people who are coming together to be stirred up in the Holy Spirit. We fan into flame the gifts that you have given us. We proclaim your word. We set ourselves aside so that we can be equipped. If you are not armed, you cannot be effective in the kingdom. We have to understand who we are. You are not your own. You're bought with a price. Yeshua paid the price for your life with his blood. Hallelujah. He set us free. He changed us from glory to glory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Where is your sting? Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, where, oh, death is your sting? When Yeshua rose from the dead, that's what took place. He had victory over death. He took the sting of death out. He brought us to the place of eternal life. Hallelujah. You are eternal. And some of us are so worried about what's going to happen day to day because we're so full of ourselves. There are people who are giving their lives in our military of our nations right now. They lay their lives down for the protection of you in your country. And we are called to be part of the army of Yehovah. We're called to rise up and be who the Father has called us to be. But are you willing to lay your life down for the, for the, for the, for, for the freedom of others? Or are you just trying to come to the word to say, just give me the word for me. I just want to be filled up for me. I just want to give you words so that you can be blessed. No, I haven't come here so you can be blessed. I've come here to fan into flame the gifts that the Father has given us. I've come here to say, wake up, O sleeper. This is the hour. You're ambassadors of Yehovah. You are called to the army of Yehovah. And the Father, he has an army. And it's marching through the land. I want to ask you a question. Are you choosing today to be part of the army? 
Are you choosing to play your part in the kingdom of Yahovah to make a difference for the king? We need to be people of faith. People who are tuned in by the Spirit that we can recognize who He is. We stand upon the rock. It is a rock that cannot be moved. Nothing can move the rock. You know, I was in uh, uh, at, uh, at the, the Wailing Wall in uh, Jerusalem not so long back. And you go down under the cartel and you get to walk all the way along. And you're walking on streets over 2,000 years old. Or in parts, you're looking down to the level of 2,000 years ago, the time of Yeshua. And in the wall there, you see stones that are like 30 feet or 30 meters long. Huge stones high and long and wide and deep and you think goodness me man this is before we had caterpillars this is before we had things to to lift uh, to to do this man we had to uh, they, they had to do manual labor they had to do pulleys and all different things someone had to cut out that piece of rock and even though that rock is huge and it's part of a foundation of a wall it is nothing in comparison to who Yeshua is within our life how big is the rock of Messiah it is a rock that cannot be moved it's a rock that cannot be moved. And that's what I love about the, the altar and the things of Yehovah. What did he say? He said, you, you take the stones and you, you don't chisel them. You're not making bricks. It's not man-made. No, you're taking stones and you and I are living stones. We are living stones. We're called to be shaped by the Holy Spirit. We're not called to have a chisel put to us to be shaped by man. And that's what religion wants to do. It wants to shape us. It wants to uh, make us into something different so we have a form of godliness so you say all the right things you feel good you know look at rabbinic judaism and the launch of rabbinic judaism if you go back into the history of rabbinic judaism you'll see that its foundation is not even based within the scriptures the rabbinics the rabbis have more authority than god has they're able to change the scriptures they're able to change the calendar they're able to tell you that you don't say his name, Yehovah, Yehovah. We can speak forth his name, yud Hey, vav Hey. Why? Because the scripture commands us to speak his name. But the rabbinic order says you can't say the name because people are getting killed and we're making a decision above God. We're making a decision that you can't speak the name. But I want us to be restored into who we are called to be in the kingdom, that we can be supernaturally aligned in the Ruach HaKodesh today. The Holy Spirit is here for us to shape us, to equip us, to put us on track, to get us ready for what is about to happen. This is an exciting day. This is a very important week. If you're watching right now and you've just sort of been part of like a Seder uh, um, Passover and it's like oh wow this is so cool let me explain something to you the Christian church has been lying to you it's been telling you that you don't have to do Passover because that's just for the Jewish people well, you go back and read in your scriptures. That's not what it says. It says it's a lasting ordinance. It's given to the, the whole house of Israel and those who are so journeying amongst us. Every single one of us are called to walk in the feast. They are not the feast of the Jews. They are the feasts of Yehovah. They are the feasts of the Lord. 
It's his feast. It's his appointed time. Sabbath. Some of you are like, ah, oh, well, you know, Sunday's my Sabbath. I can have any day I want to be my Sabbath. Well, yeah, you can. But the fourth commandment is remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. That is one of the commandments. I know you're, are you happy with do not murder? Are you happy with do not commit adultery? Are you okay with do not steal? Are you okay with don't covet, uh, you, you know, your, your neighbor's goods? So what about the fourth commandment? Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. It's so important as we look at Passover, as we look at coming out of Egypt and how the Father tested them. Before I even bring you to the place of marriage, I need to know if you will be obedient. I need to know if you will follow me, if you'll walk in my ways. Before we even get to marriage, will you keep my Sabbath? As they collected the manna, it was a test. The Father says, I'm giving you food from heaven. I'm blessing you with food from heaven. We want to receive the provision of Yehovah. And as you walk into times of plagues, listen, when we are living in the fullness of the kingdom, there's no manna in that place. There's no need for manna. Why? Because you're walking in the fullness of his blessing. I want to ask you a question. Where do you stand right now? Are you still in the wilderness? Are you still in Egypt? Are you bound up by the systems of this world? And maybe these plagues and the events that's happening, the Father's saying, I'm going to shake you up until religion is shaken out of you, until you, you modify who you are to align ourselves with what the Scripture says. I have a doctorate in theology. I've been teaching the word for 30 years. I've been preaching the gospel all over the nations of the world. Listen, I am sensitive to the things of the Holy Spirit. I have strived my entire life to be faithful and to walk faithfully in the word and to proclaim his word without fear and without compromise. And when I came to the land of Israel in 2011, before I did anything, I recognized what the Father has told me over the years as, I, as he's used me prophetically to speaking to so many ministries in the nation of the world. And one thing I noticed, that all these big ministries, they walk into cities and they just come to do their thing. And in the midst of them doing their thing, they start destroying the work that God is doing within that region just so that they can fulfill their own vision, their own kingdom. Their own, yes, what it is, it's their own kingdom. They've got their own big green ministry monster instead of caring about what's going on within the area and I saw the father give me words for people all over the nations and it was a learning curve for me as I heard why are these people who have written so many books they're on television they're world renowned they're people that millions of people look up to in the, in the in their spiritual life and I'm hearing what you are saying directly to their hearts in private what's going on behind the scenes there's more going on behind the scenes than what's happening in the open. And we just need to have a glimpse at what's taking place behind the scenes. We need to have a little bit of understanding. When you know what's going on behind the scenes, it makes you more effective and more appreciative to what's happening in the open. You can't preach the gospel with authority if you don't spend time in his presence. 
Oh, I can find out who you are, you know, just by, by the fruit of who you are in the open. But I don't know who you are. I don't know your preparation, but I can see the preparation when I see the anointing and the outpouring of the Spirit and the authority of the Spirit manifest. And I can see that you're set apart. I can see that you're pressing in. Do you have an ear to hear? Do you have eyes to see and hearts that understand? Because there is no believer on planet Earth that should ever have a problem with seeing what the Father has called you to see with hearing His Word and hearing instructions from Him. And your heart should be so supple that when you're walking in the wrong direction, you can make a holy change. We talked the other day about the change of plan. Was it yesterday? We dealt with interruptions. I don't know what day it was. You know, I just get a bunch of notes. Yeah, we talked yesterday about interruptions. Look at the interruptions with Mary and Joseph. You know, she's just happy pottering around. You know, she's probably just making some hummus and stuff in the kitchen. And then here comes the angel. What's the angel saying? You highly favored of God. Well, you know, I'm just kind of making some hummus and doing some dishes right now. There's the suddenlies, there's the interruptions, the things that happen that bring change. And the Father is saying, wake up, get in line with my spirit. Come to the place where you will proclaim the word. Why am I so tired in the midst of quarantine? Because I'm spending my time proclaiming his name, proclaiming his word for such a time as this. There are people waiting on the other side of your obedience and my obedience. Oh, brother, calm down. That's what they said to me when I was in the church and I'm just a a youth and I'm being beat up and barred for the gospel. Just calm down. Find your place within the local church. Just join one of our our little uh, groups within the church. You don't have to get beaten up every day. You don't have to have people spitting in your face. You don't have to have them throwing chairs at you in the classroom and tables. Walking up the the stairs and someone from up at up the top gogs right down, you know, spits in your face and you've got grog running down your face. It's disgusting. Why? For preaching the gospel, proclaiming his name. What price are you willing to pay? He he is really real. And the question is, do you know him? How well do you know him? (laughs) Look, the more you know him, the more easier it is to serve him. It's amazing. It's amazing. Why? Because he's got your back. He's got you covered. Yes. Do you know what it's like getting a a table slapping off your face? You look up and You know, the table is smashing off your forehead as you're flying back on your seat. You know, that impact that happens... The pain of what takes place at that moment when everyone's just laughing and thinking this is just something funny and you're lying on the floor. He will carry you through. He will make a way. I always turn those situations around into blessings. So when the persecution comes, what are you going to do? I'm working in the dairy, I'm 17 years old. Living in Bracknell, Berkshire, all those that are in the UK, big shout out to you all, hallelujah. And, uh, you know, I'm in the, you know, I take my Bible, I've, you know, every time I'm having dinner, I'm in the Word, I'm just, you know, I'm just sitting there, I want to be in His presence. I, I, I wake up, you know, I start work at four in the morning anyway, but I'm still up early praying in the Spirit and asking the Father to 
Give me opportunities to share the gospel with the people that I work around. There's like one or 2,000 people working in that dairy. I'm saying, Father, give me opportunity. Where are the broken hearted? And this is what I want to ask you to pray right now. Where are the broken hearted? When I watched that video of the woman outside the abortion clinic in Charlotte today, you know, when this young girl is coming and she wants to abort her child, she's coming to abort her child at the clinic. And this woman says, listen, you know, why, why do you want to, I can't afford this baby. I don't have any resources. And this woman takes all of the money out of her purse and said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make sure that God's going to make a way and every single thing you need so that you can have this child and, and, and this child can be a blessing in your life. We are going to support you. We are going to stand with you. And this young woman just bursts into tears. Now, she, she's not recording this. She's sharing the story. But this is what life is all about, saving a life. Then our entire world is supernaturally changed as she gets to go on the bus that they have there so they can have an ultrasound and actually see their living child within the womb. Hallelujah. Father, we need more people to stand in the gap. We need more people to stand in the gap to pray for those who have no voice. But everywhere I go, I ask the Father, Father, give me eyes to see. I want to be equipped in the Spirit so that I can be aligned with you, so I can capture by the Spirit what you're saying. In my journey today, am I going to come across the suicidal? Am I going to come across the brokenhearted? And even as we're doing these broadcasts, you know how important it is? There's people who are watching right now and, you know, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We just had a gentleman the other week uh, when I was on tour who was on the verge of suicide. And when we called him up and he came to that meeting, he was supernaturally delivered and transformed. Hallelujah. Yehovah is real. My God is alive. He is real. And, you know, if it costs persecution, if you've got to pay the price, then so be it. Pay the price. What's it going to take? What's it going to take for us to be aligned? What's it going to take? So I'm taking my Bible. I'm in this dairy. I'm sitting there in the dairy and I'm just reading my Bible, having my lunch. And then, you know, there's gangs and stuff in Bracknell and Berkshire. And they go fight the London gangs and they do, they do like cage fights and uh, 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 what's it called? Cock fights. And they do... Um, dog fights and stuff and they arrange all this and you know these people are all working in the dairy with me I'm getting to interact with these people who've got crazy lifestyles you've got drug dealers you've got all sorts of stuff there anyway one of the tough guys in the canteen this canteen sits about I don't know maybe 600 a thousand people huge canteen and uh, as I'm there, I'm just at the back and I'm just reading. And I'm, I'm the furthest away. I'm at the back wall away from the kitchen that's down the, the other end. And um, I'm just reading, minding my own business. I haven't said anything to anyone. I'm not even talking to anyone. I always have opportunity where I'll go sit with someone and share the gospel. But this day, I'm just sitting. It's just me sitting there. I'm just reading the word, just praising Yehovah. And all of a sudden, I hear my voice, Kenny Russell. Why don't you just shut up about your Jesus? The entire place shuts up. The entire place goes quiet. Here's this big thug that thinks he's got something to say. Here's this uh, guy who thinks, who do you think you are with your wishy-washy Jesus, you know? Why don't you shut up about your Jesus? 
You know, the devil's not happy when you preach Yeshua. The devil's not happy when you proclaim his name. May it be online or wherever. Listen, we're saving lives. This is about getting our spiritual health in order. As we do these broadcasts, lives are being changed. People's lives are being affected. The encouragement of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, is manifesting within many lives. You might think you've got it all together. You might look in public like everything is fine, but still there's a stirring in your heart. You know that the Father's saying change needs to happen. And one of the changes that need to happen is that we all need to be partakers of Passover. And this Wednesday, let's do Passover. You know, read Leviticus chapter 23. Start finding out what you need to do. As you come together with your family, as you prepare your table, you don't need this Seder plate. You don't need rabbinical Judaism's structure. All you need is the basics. You just need, um, you know, just what it says in the scripture. You know, just get some lamb, get your uh, uh, herbs, bitter herbs, and uh, your, your matzah, that's all you need, you know. And of course, I have to add a glass of wine, absolutely. I'm going to have a glass of wine. Why? Because it represents Yeshua. His blood has been shed for us. And you know, what are you going to do this week around the doorposts of your house? If there has ever been a day to actually put something physically on your doorpost, it's this year. Why? Because everyone is forced physically into your homes, you can't go join some event where they're all going to do Passover la, 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 for the next four hours. No. You're going to be stuck in your home. You're going to be in your home. I believe that this is the day of deliverance. This is a week of supernatural transformation. I'm expecting what? The glory of Yahovah, the power of God to manifest and bring supernatural change. Is anyone with me on this? Is anyone expecting to see a mighty outpouring of the Spirit in such a time as this? This is the week of Passover where the deliverance of God will come forth. So this guy, you know, coming back to my story. I, look, I'm sorry, I, man, I'm just pumped up right now. I'm just pumped up with this. Why? Because he is really real. I love God with all of my heart, with all of my soul. And I expect to see signs and wonders and miracles follow because I, I am a prepared life. I'm a prepared vessel. I've taken that vessel that might not have been much use, but it's been sanctified in the presence of Yehovah. It's been sanctified. It is now holy. It is now a precious vessel. You might think that you're just some odd cup on the side of the shelf. But when you come to Yeshua, what happens to that vessel? That vessel becomes holy. You are holy and set apart unto Yehovah. You are not just common uh, dishes, common ware. You are a precious vessel in his sight. Hallelujah. Still trying to get back to my story. I'm trying to get back to my story. I'm trying to get there. Okay, so this guy stands up. Why don't you shut up, Kenny Russell, about Jesus? Just shut up about your Jesus, my Jesus. That's what he says. It's not his Jesus. It's your Jesus. Why don't you shut up about your Jesus? The whole place goes quiet. 
Why don't I shut up about my Jesus? Well, let me tell you something. If there is ever an opportunity, the entire dining room is full of people. Even the kitchen, there's no banging of pots going on. No one's moving dishes. No one's moving. No one's even getting stuff put on their plate. The entire place is stopped. The kitchen has stopped. Everyone getting served has stopped. Everyone that's just about to take that spoonful of soup that was just about to get some salad in their mouth, all their forks and spoons are midway and they're all looking directly at me. I'm like, hallelujah. I stand up. I get on my chair just to make sure that what I'm about to proclaim reaches the entire room and to the back end of the kitchen. I'm not just speaking just to this guy who's, you know, why don't you shut up about your Jesus? The whole place stops. I said, I'll tell you why I don't shut up about my Jesus. And I stood up and for five minutes gave testimony of his reality and his power and his resurrection that Yeshua died on the cross to set me free. And he has supernaturally transformed my life. And as I'm speaking, the glory of God manifests within this place. What an opportunity. What an interruption. Huh? I'm just trying to have my lunch. I'm just trying to read a psalm. I'm just trying to read the scriptures and just be right standing before the Father. Hallelujah. He is faithful. You don't know what opportunities you're going to get today. You might have an opportunity to broadcast today. Maybe you're going to go live on Facebook for the first time and just be vulnerable and just be out there. And just share your heart with others. But what I see right now is the importance of this Passover and this year more than anything because we are all being confined to our homes. You've got nowhere to go. So why don't we put something around the doorposts of our uh, homes? What could you put around your home? You can put protective scriptures. You can proclaim his word. You might want to get some red paint if you've got some. And put that round. You might want to proclaim that Yeshua is the Messiah around your home. Why? Because you can take a picture of your door and you can post it on Facebook. You know, you can go online and find somebody else's picture. You can find someone else's Passover door. But this is the opportunity. And this is what I'm asking you to do. This is by the Spirit. Set up your door this Passover and take a picture and get it on Facebook. Let, let's start a trend where we have pictures of our Passover doors, of the protection, of the declaration that we make over our lives and over our families. And post those pictures on Facebook. Number one, that we want to come in and be under the protection of Yehovah. But number two, we want to tell people that this is a biblical day. This is the hour. This is Passover. This is Passover. Hallelujah. What's Vicky saying? She said, aren't you going to be talking on Psalm 27? Yeah, I've got to open at Psalm 27. I'm trying to get there. Okay, hallelujah. <laughs> we worship you, Father. We worship you. Okay, let's get Psalm 27. Okay, Yahovah is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? If God is your light and your salvation, you don't need to fear. So if you're full of fear and you're all stressed out right now, then I want to tell you, that you are not in the right place, that we need to align ourselves in the Spirit. 
But look, it's a journey. I'm not here to condemn you. I'm here to encourage you. Let's align ourselves in the Spirit. When God's people are out of sync, He sends the prophets to prophesy, to proclaim His Word, to bring us back in line with His Word. And that's what we're doing here today. We're saying, let's come into line with His Word. Yehovah is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Yehovah is my stronghold. He's the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You don't need to be afraid of anything. But listen, in the midst of all of this, in the midst of all of this, we are being surrounded by tragedy. As I watch that abortion video, my heart is broken. I'm weeping as I'm watching it. I'm like, why am I, why am I crying? Why is this affecting me so much? You know, a life is being saved, but many lives are being lost. And right now, thousands of people are dying that wouldn't have normally died at this time. They're dying because mankind is out of sync. We are sinners. We, the world is trying to destroy us, trying to wipe us out. But Yehovah is my stronghold. He's the, he's the stronghold of my life. I proclaim that. Maybe that's one scripture you can put over the doorpost of your house. Yehovah is my stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil men advance against me to devour my flesh. This is what evil want to do. They, they just think if they, can, if they can devour your flesh, they can kill you. But we are born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. We are not made up with flesh and blood. We are born of the Spirit. We're called to live life in the Spirit. Bulldozer faith. That's what it's all about. Living life in the Spirit. When evil men advance against me to devour my flesh, when my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Verse 3, though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. Though war break out against me, are you, you know, against you, a war break out against you? That, that's not just one person, you know, trying to defame you. This is a war. This is what the devil does. He wants a war. He wants to pull you down. He wants to destroy you. He wants to break you in such a way that you are so overwhelmed that you cannot function. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. I speak right now the confidence of Yehovah that we will have victory, that we will be seen as a Different people surrounded by tragedy. Maybe in your community, there's a lot of tragedy going on. There's a lot of death and people are in fear. But will they see the spirit of joy on, on uh, uh, God's people? Are we going to be people that are confident in him even in the midst of this? One thing I ask of Yehovah, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of Yehovah all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of Yehovah and to seek him in his temple. Oh, Father, to be in your presence. When Yeshua died, the curtain was torn in two. We can enter in. We can come into that place. We can come and fellowship. We can sup with him. We can eat with him. Oh, to be in your presence. 
One thing I ask of Yehovah, and this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of Yehovah all the days of my life. I don't want to leave your presence. I don't want to leave your place. Where you are, that's where I want to be. If you don't go before me, I don't want to go. I want to be involved in what you are doing. And, you know, when I came to Israel, what was I telling you? You know, look, we've got lots of stories going on here. You might be thinking, does this guy ever finish his stories? You know, the Holy Spirit will bring it back to me. He'll, he'll just say, hey, look, this is where you're at with that story. This is how I preach. I came to Israel. The Father was telling me through prophecy and how I saw how many people with their ministries went into communities, into cities, into regions, into areas to do their thing, destroying the work of God in the area for their own ends because they're building their own kingdoms. And I came to Israel and I prayer walked the land for one and a half years. And this is what I prayed. I said, Father, I don't want to be in Israel to do my thing. I've come here to do your will. And I want to know what you're doing here in the land. And I want to walk in your ways and see your promises fulfilled within my life. This is the hour. It's the hour for us to rise up. And he started to open my eyes. He started to reveal to me the importance in Scripture. We'd already come to the place where we're doing Passover and instead of Easter. We'd already got rid of Christmas back in 2000 and whatever. You know, we got rid of those things. We realized how pagan they were. They're nothing to do with our Messiah. Oh, well, that's not what it means to me. Well, you know, the Father even delivered me of that. It's not about what it means to you. You're called to go to the Scriptures. You take the Word and you look out from the Scripture. You don't take your ideas to the Word. We have to look at what? The roots. And this is the key. What is the root of what is being said? What's the root? Because where the root is, that's the source. Then we find out that we are grafted in to his olive branch, into his root. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One thing I ask of Yehovah, that I may be in your presence, that I may seek him in his temple. Amen. Verse 5. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. This is why I'm prophesying right now and I'm telling you, if you have never done Passover, this should be your first year to start doing Passover. Why? You must be in the place of safety because trouble is all around us. And we need to be spiritually aligned. And you're not coming to do Passover to identify with the Jews. That is not, that's false teaching. That is not what is taught within the scriptures. It is the feast of God, not the feast of the Jews. The Jews don't make up the whole 12 tribes of Israel. They are not the whole house of Israel. They're only part of Israel, the southern kingdom. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Yes, we thank you for the rock of Yeshua. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. And that's what I said earlier. Let's get to the place where we are shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to Yehovah. One of the other reasons why I reject rabbinical Judaism is they have taken the music out of worship. It says in Psalm, I will sing and make music to Yehovah. You can't have music. 
You can't be there with your djembe in the synagogue today. Why? Because rabbinic order is lifting itself up above the scriptures. When the scripture says, let the, the songs come forth. Hallelujah. Sacrifice um, at the temple. I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will, I will move into that place of joy even when I have not seen the results. My enemies are still hedged around me. I got joy when I think about what he's done for me. <laughs> you can't tell it like I can, what he's done for me. I used to love uh, listening to Carmen singing that stuff. Awesome. I've got joy when I think about what he's done for me. I've got joy. Listen, you have a story. You have a testimony. And it is time for us to proclaim his word, that we can rise up with the testimonies that the Father has given us. Is anyone getting this? Is anyone, you, you, you blessed right now? You've been encouraged in the spirit? Are you being blessed? Hallelujah. Verse 7. Hear my voice when I call, O Yehovah. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Yehovah, I will seek. My heart says of you, seek his face. The motive of the heart, the circumcision of the heart. Oh, circumcision of the heart. That's a New Testament teaching. You know, it actually talks more in the Tanakh, in what we call the Old Testament. It talks more about the circumcision of the heart than it does of the flesh. Circumcise our hearts, Father. May our hearts be right. Do not hide your face from me. My heart says of you, seek his face. My heart says of you, seek his face. When you wake up in the morning, do you long to be in his presence? I just want to be with you. I want to seek your face. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. Seek first the kingdom of Yehovah and his righteousness, and everything else will be added unto you. Seek first his kingdom. What does it mean to seek? You do not have because you do not ask. Ask and it will be given and your joy will be complete. Do not worry about your life, Matthew chapter 6, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given you as well. What? Food, clothing, everything you need. I'm not in a panic over what's happening in our economy right now. I don't have any reserves. I'm living off his presence and off the work of what the Father is doing within our life, within our ministry. I am not upset. Before I came on this broadcast, I even had uh, two families wanting the house. But there's a new rule in this area where we're, we, it's against the law for us to bring people into our property. And we have to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying we've got to we've got to listen to what the laws are and follow the holy spirit but you know we couldn't open up our property number one i'm in quarantine for a few more days so they can't come anyway but you've got all these different opportunities of people who just want cheap properties uh, in the community of casaria but there's laws and there's rules that we have to follow but we will seek first his kingdom and his righteousness he will take care of every need you have Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day is enough trouble of its own. So, Father, we stand in a gap right now, and we ask for a mighty outpouring of your Spirit within our communities. As everyone is walking and the enemy is trying to put the spirit of fear on the world, we ask, Father, 
for the spirit of love, joy and peace to be released. That you will bring people to salvation. That you will bring people to deliverance for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn uh, your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me. O Elohim, my Savior, though my father and mother forsake me, Yehovah will receive me. Teach me your ways, O Yehovah. Lead me in straight paths because of my oppressors. There's so much going on in the world and we just have to come to the place and say, Father, will you teach me? Will you teach me? Teach me your ways. That's what we put down as the foundation key word for this message today. Will you teach me your ways? We want to be taught your ways. Hallelujah. Lead me in straight paths because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. So we align ourselves in the spirit. We say that this is time for us to walk and to know who you are. You know, there's people that want to speak false testimonies. They want to pull you down. They want to destroy your life. But you know what? It doesn't matter what man says. Don't get caught up in what people are saying against you as you are ministering of the overflow of your heart and you're preaching the gospel. Don't be worried about what people say to you. So we proclaim your truth. We proclaim it. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of Yehovah in the land of the living. I am confident of this. I have not been raised up for death. Death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? That's what we just read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I release the blessings of Yehovah over your life. I speak life. Lachaim, I speak life over you right now in Yeshua's name. Receive the right life of Yeshua. If you're out of sync with him, I call you back into his presence. Repent of your sins. Lay your life down before him. If there's ever a time to have your heart in order, it is right now. I'm still confident of this. I will see the goodness of Yehovah in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Wait for him. Don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle. You're on the edge of a miracle. And like when I shared in that dairy and I preached the gospel for those few minutes and the glory of God filled that place and people's lives were challenged, the majority of the people in there were not believers. There might have been two other believers in that entire hall full of people as I preached the gospel. And then people would find a way to find me in corridors and different places, you know, even in the restrooms are coming up to me. Man, when you shared, when you spoke the other day in the canteen, I was there. I need Jesus. I need to be saved right now. I need to get my life straightened up. I need prayer. I've got marriage difficulties. I've got problems. I've got problems with my children. I've got, I'm I'm suicidal. Man, the amount of testimonies, the amount of opportunity that came out just because that one demonic guy stands up and says, Kenny Russell, why don't you just shut up about your Jesus? So what the enemy tried to use to be negative, what he tried to use to pull us down, 
the Father turned it around for his glory. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. We worship you. We thank you for your word. You are my lamp, O Yehovah. Yehovah turns my darkness into light. That's 2 Samuel. I'm going to read a few verses in 2 Samuel chapter 22 as we just encourage ourselves. Verse 25. Yehovah has rewarded me according to my righteousness. I want to be right standing before you, Father, because I want the rewards to be in accordance with how I walk before you. Yeah, salvation is a free gift. But you don't take the free gift of salvation and then live like hell. No, you're called to take the free gift of salvation and seek his face. Why? I'll know you if you're saved by the fruits that comes forth from your life. Yehovah has rewarded me in accordance with my righteousness, according to my uh, uh, cleanness in his sight. In his sight, we are washed with the blood of Yeshua. We can take comfort in Messiah. But it doesn't mean you can go re-crucifying Christ all over again. No. Stop doing that. Stop repeating sins and let's be cleansed. Let's be cleaned up. Verse 26, to the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the crooked, you show yourself shrewd. That's why we need to have our lives in order. Oh, I've got Jesus. Well, you might have Yeshua, but are you walking in him? If you love me, you will obey my commands. You'll walk in my ways. Are you walking in his commands? And let me tell you, let me explain something. God's commands or Yeshua's commands are not any different from the Father's commands. Because it's all about the marriage. The Ten Commandments are the ketubah. They are the conditions to the marriage. Love the Lord thy God and serve him only. That's condensing the first five commandments. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's condensing the second part of the Ten Commandments. It's how you are towards God and it's how you are towards man. How are we loving our neighbors right now in the midst of this crisis? But to the crooked you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but your eyes are on the haughty to bring them low. You are my lamp, O Yehovah. Yehovah turns my darkness into light. And that's a word for someone right now. He is turning your darkness into light. Repent. Come on. It's okay. Humble yourself before him right now. Get your heart in order. It is okay. I know you've failed. I know you've let God down. I know you've let others down. But just come before him right now. You are my lamp, O Yehovah. You turn my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my Elohim, with my God, I can scale a wall. You can have strength like you never knew you had as we press in in the Holy Spirit. He gives strength to the weak. He increases your strength. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Verse 31. As for Elohim, his way is perfect. The word of Yehovah is flawless. That's where we can have confidence. You might not be able to work out the coronavirus and all the stuff we're hearing on mainstream media news about what's going on with this virus, how to catch the virus, what's happening. I don't know what to believe these days. But one thing I do know... 
God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. Hallelujah. He is a shield for all who take refuge in Him. For who is the God, who is God beside Yehovah? And who is the rock except our Elohim, except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You give me your shield of victory. You stoop down to make me great. You broaden the path beneath me so that my ankles do not turn. Let me tell you something. God's got an army. Are you part of the army of Yehovah? Are you allowing him to raise you up for such a time as this? Father, break our hearts with the things that break yours. Break our hearts, Father, right now. Just as you said, Yeshua, in Mark chapter 2, he said, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. And I have come to call the righteous. I've not come to call the righteous in their own eyes, but I've, called to, I've come here to call sinners. Yeshua came for the brokenhearted. Yet you just want to spend all your time hanging out with believers? When it's time for you to do something you've never done before, how are you going to get out there and minister to the brokenhearted? How often are you touching those that are broken? When I watched that woman at the abortion clinic in Charlotte today, man, I tell you, when she emptied her purse and blessed that couple, and she was right there ministering to them, praying for them, that is being his hands and being his feet. He trains my hands for battle. My arm can bend a bow of bronze. We come against the assignments of Satan. We call the people of Yehovah to a place that we will walk in his ways. And if you are not walking in the feasts of God, you need to repent because they are part of his ordinance. Oh, brother, that's the Old Testament. No, it's not. Yeshua is our Passover lamb. He fulfilled and he walked the, the feasts. You have the spring feast and the fall feast. Right now, he's fulfilled the spring feast. When he comes again, he will fulfill the fall feasts. Let the bride of the Lamb say, Come, Yeshua HaMashiach, come. It is Feast of Tabernacles, the wedding supper of the Lamb. Come on, get to know the feast, walk in the feast. Let's have a time where we are together, pressing in, and get something on your doorposts, you know. Don't neglect to put something on your doorpost. Yeah, we can put it on our hearts, but right now there's a real enemy, visible enemy, right out there. Where is it? It's right outside in your community. It might not be in my community yet. In Kassaria, Israel, we have no cases yet that is known. But anyway, we thank you, Father, for protection. I want to speak protection over you right now as we prepare for Passover. Help us to get the leaven out of our life. Help us to recognize the changes that we need to make. We don't need to be a case of mental health because we are losing it. And what, what do we want to break right now? We just want to break key things, right? We just come against anxiety. We pray against anxiety. We know how real it is. We know the anxiety disorder, how real it is. If you've got anxiety, I set you free now in Yeshua's name. By the blood of Yeshua, be supernaturally transformed. If you're suffering with depression, clinical depression, 
I proclaim supernatural healing over you right now. You got bipolar disorder. What are you facing? Then I come against bipolar in Yeshua's name. I break it. We stand in the gap as believers in Yeshua. And we don't look to just mental health. But we proclaim the word of Yehovah in the, the Messiah. We speak to mood disorders. We say that there will be no violence in the homes. That there will be no abuse within the homes. That parents won't abuse their children. Uh, husbands won't abuse their wives. Wives won't abuse their husbands. Father, we come against mood swings. We come against abuse. We break it right now in Yeshua's name. Will you bring this generation into line in the spirit in Yeshua's name? We come against uh, schizophrenia. We break that spirit in Yeshua's name. Get off. Get off our lives right now. You are not schizophrenic. I break that spirit over you now that you will be supernaturally freed right now in Yeshua's name. By his stripes you are delivered, you are healed in Yeshua's name. Those who've got eating disorders, if it's not eating or if it's overeating, I break those eating disorders, those comfort eaters. I break that spirit. Father, wake us up to be addicted to you, that we will delve into your spirit. Everyone who's got an addictive nature to pornography or whatever it might be, lust, I say come back and be addicted to Yeshua. I break the spirit of lust right now. Pornography, I say come off you in Yeshua's name. We, Father, we just say to those eating disorders to go in Yeshua's name. You are special. The Father wants you to know how special you are. A lot of times we eat because we think nobody cares. But God wants you to know today that he cares for you. He cares for you. He loves you. Personality disorders. We break personality disorders in Yeshua's name. It's, it's, it's a reality. You know, some people don't even know who they are. And we just say a personality disorder come off in Yeshua's name. May it be exposed. May you get help in Messiah of the renewing of your mind to be supernaturally transformed in Yeshua right now. So I'm not listening to what the report of the, the medical world is saying. I'm speaking forth the word of Yehovah. Cleanse yourself in, his, in the word. Stay in the word and ask the Father to deliver you. Oppressive compulsive disorder. I say come off your life right now. We speak spiritual freedom over you right now. You don't have to try and work out for 20 minutes how to put that cup in the cupboard. I release you from that spirit right now that you will have your mind restored in Yeshua's name. Speak a restoration of your mind. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Father... For trauma, for what people go through in trauma. We just break that spirit, that problem right now. We say, come off your people right now. When they face terrible situations, it's taken years to be healed, years to come through. I'm asking you, Father, we can draw a line tonight. And I'm asking you to deliver your people from PTSD. Be delivered right now in Yeshua's name. Oh, hallelujah. I'm blessed and encouraged because his word is amazing. I want to be found in this book. I want to be found in his presence. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged. 
with the word tonight. Remember, as we come to the scriptures, it's not about, God, what do you have for me? We're not coming with a selfish mentality. We have got to come to an end of that whole era. It's like the whole church is just so filled up with, how do I become a better person? Listen, if you get equipped for the military, if you get equipped for service in his presence, all of the things that you think about yourself will all get sorted out. But we first need to know him. How do we get delivered? How do we become the better person? We become the better person by dying to self and living in Messiah. So I just speak the blessings of Yehovah over your life. I say be blessed in Yeshua the Mashiach. May your life be filled with the joy of Yehovah. May he give you dreams, revelation, supernatural ideas on how you can minister to your community at this time. And more than anything, Father, will you bring your people back to the feasts. And listen, don't do Passover and then get to the weekend and do Ishtar, Easter. Easter is demonic. If you do Passover, don't pick up Easter. You have to renounce Easter. He didn't die on a Friday and rise on a Sunday. That's a lie from the pit of hell. It says he will be the sign of Jonah, three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. You can't get three days and three nights from Friday night to Sunday morning. You can't get that. It's pagan. Ishtar. Let's not walk in that way. Let's walk in Passover. Let's make a decision in our families. You know what? We're going to do something different. Let's do things biblical. And I'm sorry if you've got the King James Version and it says Easter in your Bible. Just go back and look at the original translation and it will say the word Pesach, Passover. So let's align ourselves in his spirit. I want to thank you for watching. Hope you're blessed and encouraged. I haven't really been watching the comments and stuff going on, but let's have a look. Um, Lisa agrees about Passover. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I'm just looking here if there's any messages on, uh, how did I get these to come up? Uh, all the comments. It's not showing me all the comments. It says there's 49, but I can't see them. Okay. Ishtar is the fertility idol. That's correct. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, well, look, if you've got prayer requests, just put them there. Once I come out of this broadcast, I'll be able to go back and look at the prayer requests. I want you to know that we are here to stand in the gap for you, to lift you up at this time. If you are blessed and encouraged with our ministry and what we do in edifying the body of Messiah and also in outreach and how we minister to our community and how we train and equip people in the gospel, then I encourage you, go to bulldozerfaith.com and uh, you can give and support the ministry. We do not have reserves at this time. We do need supernatural help. We trust Yehovah, but we also know the Father will raise up a people that will stand together. Even in the time of uh, the book of Acts, the people came together. They didn't say, oh, we're having such a supernatural experience that God's just going to meet everybody's needs and manna's going to come from heaven. No, he rallied the people together and we sacrificed together to make a difference for the kingdom. And I want to encourage you, if you support our ministry monthly, I want to say thank you so much for what you do 
in our ministry. You, you are such a blessing, and I appreciate every one of you. But if you're looking for a place to plant one-time donations or even commit monthly, it doesn't matter what the amount is. You know, connect with our ministry. We're going to be broadcasting every day and sharing the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. And we need others to stand with us. So if you can... Uh, look, if you if you haven't got a job and you're in financial difficulty, I'm not talking to you to give. No, we are going to pray for you that the provision of Yahovah will be in your household and the Father will make a way for you. But if you are blessed through this season financially and you want to give and you have resources to give, then plant seeds right here in the land of Israel. We have non-profits in Canada and also the US. You can give in the UK. Just go to our Give feature. If you're in Australia, New Zealand, um, Europe, wherever you are, you can give in your currency. And we thank you very much for your support. And stand and pray for us as well as we use this season as a testimony, this Passover season as a testimony. And like I said, I want to encourage you, start making up the, 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 the signs and the things to go around your physical door. And let's be people that take pictures of that and get it out on Facebook this Passover so that everybody can see that you're doing Passover and encourage more people to do Passover. Just share with them the basics on how you do Passover. We don't do it in a religious way. We just want to uh, read the scripture of coming out of Egypt. We're preaching the gospel. That's what's happening, coming out of Egypt. So share the gospel with your family. Rejoice in God that he is our deliverer, that he is our protector, and that he will bring us through this. And let it be a testimony to others of the power of Messiah. I want to thank you for watching. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. And remember, keep posting those comments. And if you haven't shared this, now's your time. Go share this right now. Start a watch party and let people hear this word tonight. I hope you're blessed and encouraged. See you tomorrow. Thanks very much. Shalom, shalom.